<laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you this. Are you disappointed with your current IT provider and uh, they're just not making you happy anymore and you need to make a change uh, and you're looking for a new IT provider? It's that time of year. I get it. You know, it happens. And, and we switch IT providers and accountants and all kinds of industries get switched all the time. So this is no different. But right now in this cybercrime rich environment, you just can't pick just anyone to handle your company's critical data and operations. It's too risky. There's too much at stake. But how do you avoid making that mistake? How do you judge someone? Uh, you know, we understand it. We, we understand you're a business person and that it's not your primary job to understand technology or to even be, be able to judge if somebody really does a good job at, at securing your business and taking care of your technology. But the good news is we do. These guys here on the Reboot, the Reboot crew and me, we do. And we're going to pull back the curtain today and give you some really easy questions that you can ask any IT provider to make a good judgment so that you don't make a, another mistake, right? So, but before we get to that, welcome to the Reboot. I'm Jim Gast, and this is the Reboot crew. Uh, we'll introduce them in a second. But we're here uh, to help your business evaluate or reevaluate important critical business decisions in the area of technology, uh, cybersecurity, HR, product, productivity, and more. We've all been through it. We help customers of ours through it all the time. And that's what we're here to help you do. So joining me today are... Uh, Brian Brodgy, BNL PC Solutions out of uh, Long Island, New York. David Luft with LDD Consulting out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Brandon Bowers, Zentech Data Systems out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And as I said before, I'm Jim Gast, and I'm with SpliceNet Consulting here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, guys, let's uh, let's just kind of hop right into it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm this is a really important topic, if you ask me, and uh, because it's just that time of year. So. One of the things that if somebody doesn't ask me this question, I'm, I'm a little disappointed if, if I'm going in and I'm, I'm supplanting someone that's been there uh, and I don't get asked this one question, which is to me one of the most critical of all the questions that can be asked. It says, you know, it's simple. How do you, do you insist on checking our backups and how often, and how do you prove that and document that, right? Sorry for the dog in the background. It's what you get when you work from home. The correct response, in my opinion, would be we test you, you test your backups no less than monthly. We do it this way. We do it at least a file restore and a, and a server virtualization just to ensure that it will do that. We document it in a, in a ticket and review it with you at least monthly or quarterly, and it's very transparent. That's what I would expect from that answer. What about you guys? Well, can to, to feed off of that for a second, with all things technology related, we know that the day it was set up, it works forever after that, right? Because nothing ever changes <laughs> in the environment. Um, I mean, this is what comes up all the time. We get a call from somebody that, that got ransomware or has some major issue, and we go out there and we look over everything. And the first thing we look at is what's going on with the backups. Can we actually restore? And a lot of times it's not the case. It, it was working at some point, And then because things weren't actually tested on a regular basis, failures well, happen. Yeah, that's where testing, testing is key because you, you may yeah. get alerts report saying that all is good. Um, and you can't base it on that alone because we've seen that where everything comes out 
and says it was good, and then and then you go in to try to do a restore or or uh, a virtualization, and it, and it fails because it was not tested. You know what? I don't trust software. I, I just don't trust software. I can't, and not anymore, right? You know, it says it's doing one thing, and then when you go to get it, just like you guys are saying, it didn't work. And I, and when I need it is not the time I want to find out. I want to know that it's regular. That, look, I want to minimize that risk. Can I check it weekly? Yeah, sure, if somebody wants to pay me for it. Is that necessary? Depends on the business, right? Okay, but nothing less than monthly in my opinion. And if your, if your IT provider is not, is only doing file level backups, you know, that's not going to be a fast recovery necessarily. Uh, virtualization is, is in my opinion, the way to go. So you do a full <laughs> server backup. You guys might disagree with that and that's okay. But we put an on-premise piece, a device on our on-premise hardware and it's not a toy so that we can virtualize and then we replicate it to the cloud. And both on-premise and cloud are tested. I think it's just super important that they're talking to you about what is the business goal and figuring out if whatever that backup solution is, it meets the business goals. Because may, maybe based on the environment, file level backup is okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's not. It you know it really depends. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. You're right. You're right. You're right. And as long as they're yeah. having that conversation, though, that's that's the most important thing, right? They're figuring out what you need and then aligning with the business. I, I walk and into actually, places. Go ahead. Depending on the customer, we will do a file level backup using a synchronization product so that if everything goes down, we can have them up and running in mm -hmm. no time. Mm -hmm. And yet we're still doing the full system level backups also. Right. But, uh, right. For certain customers, we do the, the file level uh, and it gives me a level of comfort. Right. You know what? Um, the, the, the problem I have is when I, I, I'm really concerned. And by the way, uh, if you're watching, thanks for watching. Uh, post your questions in the chat and we'll try to answer them as we go through the show today. Um, I'm just really dismayed when I go into a business and they don't ask questions. They just really want to know about me as a person. And and yeah, I, I look, being a great person. Or price. Yeah. <laughs> I just or want price, to know the price. Right? Exactly. I don't care about so, anything else, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not the price, right? You know, if your mechanic charged you, you know, five bucks for an oil change, but forgot the oil filter, what good is the, what good is the price, right? They ruined your car. So that's one. Who's got the next one? I, I got something that I think feeds off of exactly what you just mentioned. Uh, mechanic, doctor, I mean, anybody who has to get some type of credentials to work on something, at least you can see it. There's a certificate mm -hmm. that says, hey, I've been certified in this, or a doctor has to pass their boards, they got to go to school, they, you know, all these type of things. If you're an attorney, you know, you, you got to pass the bar in the state that you're at. An IT guy, you know, I, I could be working at a grocery store one day, get fired and say, I'm a I'm an IT consultant now, right? And yeah. I'm doing cybersecurity. And what what does that mean? And I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I never have them uh, any prospect ask me, say, hey, you know, do you have any Microsoft certifications? Which ones do you have? Are you Cisco certified? Do you have anything related to, you know, our business? Um, but then on top of that, certifications are only so good because depends on the company size, right? If, you, if you're working with an IT company that has 10 or 15 people and only two people have certifications, what does that really mean to you? Unless it's just those two people working on your account. What, what we like to, I mean, I'll say what we do, um, and then that can maybe phrase what people would ask. But you know, what are other things 
you know, you as the IT company are doing to train your guys and keep you guys up to speed and certifications you're getting and then anything else beyond that. We, we get like a CompTIA Trustmark every two years and recertify to try and just differentiate as a business a little bit and saying, hey, we're doing things the right way. I don't know if you guys are doing anything else or even see customers ask anything like that, but I feel like that's ultra important because you're having people come into your business touching everything on that. Like they, as, as you become the IT company of a business, you gain access to all of the intimate details of that business. You're gonna see passwords at some point, potentially social security numbers, PII information, healthcare information, all this. They and just so don't know enough to ask. They don't, they just don't. And it, it's, it's, and we still get it even with, with long-term clients that, you know, yeah. we'll get a call and it, it, it's that person that, you know, I don't know technology, you know, so they just don't know enough about it to even, you know, so I think, you know, Establishing confidentiality with the client kind of, you know, shows a level of trust that that, you know, we're liable, like anything that we see and touch is is, is stays, you know, within our office and doesn't leave here. And, and just establishing trust on the level that they can understand is pretty important. We actually get background tests on all of our guys annually. Yeah, we do, too. Not annually, though. No. Well, and are, are you are you sharing that as the like? Yes, I, I don't do you. I don't have any customers that ask me, "Hey, are you background testing your guys?" But that that's actually maybe a good thing that they should be asking. You know, well, because of the industry, because of the HIPAA, and with the schools, we're required to for the schools. But uh, I, I mention it to everybody, and they don't do just the base level background. Um, we do have to get the fingerprint background too. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you know. Um, <clears throat> The other thing I, I think, and there's a shelf life to all these things too, right? Um, that shelf life. Yeah, I'm in T40 certified, right? And we all know that is like, you know, 1992 maybe or something like that of a certification. I'm an MCP. How up to date is it, right? Um, I, I like that trust mark. That's a, that's a good one, Brandon. That's on the company, which is nice, you know? Um, yeah. I'm not so sure I'd go for small businesses and ask if they're SOC 2 compliant, but certainly you could go to that degree, right? So that's two. Who's got number three? I got one. Um, go, brother. Is there... I'm putting them know, in the chat, by the way, guys, so people yeah, sure. can them. Um, is there a fine line in the sand where, where the company you're with now just says that that's, that's not us, you know, or do they own everything? Like we like to go in there and just say it related. We'll take it. a lot of these printing companies uh, try to get involved and, and, and can screw things up. Um, but it's very easy to say, well, you got to call the printer guy for that. You know, we, we go in there, we set up the printers are scanning all those features um, internet service. If there's a problem with that, a hiccup, you know, we, we go ahead and, and on their behalf, call the ISP, do some troubleshooting and, and handle that. Um, kind of take anything, you know, anything that, that is not fundamental to their business practice. And, and we, we handle all the IT for it. And that's, that's an important one. Do you um, pass the buck? That's the question. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because I Where think most do. I, when I, when I've spoken to others, they always will hand off like the ISP back to the customer and say, Oh yeah, call Comcast. I'm like, well, we have the account information. Like as part of our onboarding, we want to get all the account information. We get your account information. We know what ISPs. We want to be an authorized contact. Then we call. Hey, you know, is there an outage? What's going on? There's going to be questions they're going to ask that 
a non-technical person isn't going to be able to answer anyways. But what? So, so with that being said, Brian, what should customers actually be asking though? <laughs> well, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you want to know is is there? Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know how you. I guess it's like, do you support all third party vendors? Well, yeah, I mean, vendor management, VCIO services like that, but they don't know to ask that. You know what I mean? So I guess yeah. that would be something to, you know, just put out there that that do you do you own all of our IT? You know, and 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 what's what what does that mean? Like well, we, we tell I, our customers, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be kind of you know we we don't support the the we'll support the printers, but but not. If, if they break, then obviously that's that's outside the realm of what, what we do. So we don't cover printers in our contract, but we will support the the um, functionality of it. But if it breaks, then that's a whole other thing. And we're pretty clear about that. But yeah. to ask, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, you can ask, you know, how much do you support and where do you stop? You know, and, and like you said, Brendan, you know, passing the buck is that is that, you know, um, you don't want that happening. <laughs> Well, I think it's I think it's actually if you're a business owner and you're listening, I think that it's a you could ask it in a very simple way and and you already know that question. Hey, if our copier breaks, do we call you or do we call the copier company? Hey, if our phones break, do we call you or do we call the phone company? Hey, if our internet goes down, do we call you or do if we're looking for a new building, do we call you? If, you know, if we're looking for a new ERP, if we're looking for a new whatever that might be, do we call you? Right, and will you do that legwork? And we right? get the call, and we'll call the printer company if we if we have yeah. to, and it's it's come to that a few times, um, yep. and, and that's you know I, I think that's pretty important. Yep, yep, and I put that in there as uh, is your company an inclusive tech and security provider? What will you not do for us? And right. that's when you get into those very specific questions. You know your stuff. You know what you guys use business owner, you know, you, or, or business leader, you know, what's important to your day-to-day operations. And Ask that can segue business. though, be careful because, because what, what will you not do for us can also segue into, am I getting upcharged now for something that's not in my contract? So be and, careful and with what, that you too. You need to know that, right? You need <laughs> to know that. And that's why I say all-inclusive and, yeah. and you can say is, does all-inclusive, is that an all-inclusive price also when you quote right. it? That's a good one. All right, man. That's great. Dave, you got one for us? I do. I, uh, I'm always intrigued by just the advances in technology and for cybersecurity also. And what what are they doing to keep up with all the changes in cybersecurity? Because um, I've run across a lot of MSPs that are just using still Windows Defender, and they don't even have a firewall in place for their customers. And that's just, to me, that's unacceptable. It's like not having a backup. You just really need those things. And because it's constantly changing, you have to increase the tools that you're using. And like you mentioned earlier, Jim, are we constantly showing new things to our customers that are out yeah. there to help protect them? Yeah. I had a customer call me uh, two weeks ago and said, hey, are we protected against ransomware? And I said, yeah, we need to get together again and just make sure that you understand everything that we're doing for you. Because I think a lot of times the customers don't understand it, like uh, Brandon mentioned. And so we definitely want to make sure that they're understanding all the things that we're doing also, besides yep. constantly providing better security. I, I call that the, the I, have a, I have an analogy I use for, for that one when I go somewhere. See, the way I 
I approach an opportunity is I tell them everything that I, I can do and I give them examples of and analogies on how it works so I can differentiate my, myself from other providers. And I call this the dentist analogy, right? Okay. So it goes like this, and I, I maybe you guys heard this, maybe you haven't, um, but you you have it. Everybody's got a dentist, generally speaking, right? And so you go to the dentist. You've been going to the dentist for twenty years, fifteen years, or whatever it is, and and you go back to that dentist because well, they do a decent job, and you haven't got any cavities yet. But the only problem is that dentist, they never said, hey, you should do fluoride, or hey, you need to floss more, right? Um, they just they're not really trying to trying to sell that to you, right? Or or what I would call selling is educating, right? That's another word for that. Um, but they never did that. So you go on vacation and you get a cavity and you go to a dentist while you're on vacation. And that dentist said, man, your teeth are a mess. If, if you would have, uh, if you would have flossed and, and, and did fluoride treatments, doesn't your, doesn't your dentist tell you about that stuff? No, no. And what, what is that stuff? I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. What dentist are you going to fire when you go back home? Right. The one that didn't tell you. And so it's just like this. I don't care if you take my advice. I mean, I do, obviously, because I'm trying to look out for your, your best interests. More importantly, it's, it's most important that I'm telling you what I think right. all the time. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say when David was finishing is, you know, is your IT provider that person educating you on a regular mm -hmm. basis or talking to you about new things going on and trying to keep you abreast of yeah. of just the landscape. And if they're not doing that, then they're probably not keeping themselves up to date either. Right. So, you know, it, it, we have a responsibility to our businesses too. Let's not, let's not dismiss it's your that. reputation. It's, it's your, yeah, absolutely. Your reputation. Yeah. And, and you're supposed to, you're in business to make money and we have to make money too. And we want to sell and cross sell and upsell where appropriate. We don't want to do it just for the sake of doing it. If there's no value there, we, we would not do that. But if that person isn't that kind of business person that understands that, they're not going to educate because I do educational sales is what I do. They're not educating people. And what happens is they're still doing the same thing from five years ago until they're forced to upgrade to Windows 10 because Windows 7 is no longer available, right? I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, Mr. Luft, right there with you on that one. Yeah, education is a huge factor. I would even go so far to say and to ask a question, how do you educate us, right? What's the mechanism in which you do it? Well, we do live streams right here, don't we guys? I mean, we're doing it right now. And every live stream we've ever done has been an educational effort. You know, what's their mechanism? Do they have meeting quarterly meetings with you? What do you guys, what else would you guys expect from them from a good answer on that? Well, one thing we do when we go out and talk to customers um, is, and I'm, actually going to go visit with a current customer this afternoon. And I've got just one to two page brochures that explain the technology of this stuff at a base level after I go talk to them so they can even read more about it and just maybe understand it a little bit better. Um, so, yeah. you know, besides just talking to them about it, I, I give them some documentation to read over also so they can really understand. Do you, you, have give, them a, you should give them a test after. You know, good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want them to consume and understand. Now, the there real question I have: do you if you don't want regular... another follow-up meeting, give them a test, David. There you go. <laughs> Pop quiz. Do you guys have regular meetings that you schedule with your customers? 
we try. I mean, we, we have the campaigns that go out to, to, to schedule it. And it's, it's, it's hard to get in sometimes. I'll be honest. Um, no, we, 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 we do it once a year at a minimum. I mean, we try for the, the quarterlies, but, um, and it's tough. I mean, we, you know, there's, it's, you know, you, in a year, a lot has changed. There's a lot, a lot of, you know, and it could, and it's not necessarily, it could be a lateral move uh, monetarily wise. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it's going to cost you more money. It's just, it's just a, maybe a different or better technology or, or a way to do something different that you, you just need to discuss with them. Um, most of our clients, though, a lot of them, we, we have, I don't want to say carte blanche, but, but whatever new service we want to do or something that we feel they need, it's a, it's a quick phone call and, and, and yeah, just do what you got to do. Um, yeah. And those are the ones that, that, that we like because they understand the value in the technology. Mm-hmm. Not just not just putting it out there, just to put it out there. Right. Well, guys, uh, one of the I'll, I'll end on the last one, unless we want to go a little bit longer. <clears throat> I, I really believe, and this has been pushed into in, into my brain for a really long time. Service guarantee. What's your service guarantee? How do you if you fail, right? What's my options? How do you guarantee that you know you're not going to fail? Why is that important? I think, well, first off, let me answer it, what I would expect for an answer. We have a no hassle guarantee. We screw up, no questions asked. You give us a chance to fix it, you know, and fire us if we don't, right? That's the kind of, that's the kind of answer I would expect. And we fall on our sword every time that we mess up. There's no fine print and there's got to be some, some money coming back to you, in my opinion. You know, and how, how they do that money is different. You know, we do, uh, we have a service guarantee depending on where we're at on our relationship. You know, we'll refund you the last month if, if, we're, if we mess up that bad. We had an interesting thing just happen. We have a customer and he's starting to upgrade and we, he didn't have a firewall. And we finally had talked to him and convinced him that a firewall is critical nowadays. We put the firewall in and all of a sudden his internet starts going out and He's very frustrated. And so I said, look, we're going to get this issue resolved at no cost to you because I know I don't, I really don't believe it's the firewall, but if I was in his shoes, that's what I would think too, because that's the only thing that changed. So I said, you know what, until this is resolved, there's going to be no additional cost to you and we're going to take care of it. And we had Comcast replace the modem and they sent out a modem that was older than the one they had. I'm like, no, I'm not putting that in. And uh, so, you know, I'm calling up Comcast and spending all kinds of time with them, fighting with them. Like you guys mentioned, do we do the vendor relations? And but again, because if I was the customer, it would look like the firewall was causing the problems and it was just a coincidence. So I'm going to take care of it at no cost to him. I think the other piece of what you're mentioning is, hey, is there that guarantee or what is the guarantee that I'm actually going to get a response during certain times you offer SLAs or anything like that as part of your service. Um, I I don't think a lot of companies do. (laughs) Um, And uh, do they put it in writing? (laughs) Not usually. So I I think that's a good question to ask is what, what SLAs are we getting? It's, I I feel like that's kind of tied to what you were saying, Jim. That's it. SLAs are going right. How how quickly are you going to respond? I think one question, Jim, would be, you know, what kind of insurance do you have? You know, um, I think that's an important one that's not asked. Do you have any, you know, an, error, an omissions policy that's going to cover negligence if you guys go in there and break something? You know, um, or if someone gets hurt, you know, even workers comp, like, like just make sure that, and that's kind of a silly thing, but it's it's important. 
and because and yeah. we 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 all pay for it. I mean, it's not not cheap, you know, especially now with with these, all these breaches lately. You know, we're 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 paying for it, and that's why. And they may not understand why we have to do price increases and why you know maybe we're, we're a little more than the next guy. Well, you know what? We have this level of insurance, and maybe let them know that. You, 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 so who said it before? It, it, I, I forget who said it. Here. You know, probably somebody in the in this in 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 in, in the the show today said it doesn't take anything to be an IT guy, right or gal, right. Right. whoever said that, right? I think it was Brandon. Brandon. And, but yeah. But to be a good one, it's not cheap. It isn't cheap, and yeah. it's not easy, and it's ever evolving. Um, it's it's yeah. The good ones are going to be. You're not looking for the $65 an hour person nowadays. If you're, if you're really looking for a, a reliable person, that's going to take the care of your business. That should, how it should be taken care of. Right. So yeah, these are good questions. Hey guys, uh, let's end on that. And what I'll do is, um, I've got a, um, I've got a report that, uh, that you can get. And I, each of these guys have a report also. So, um, what if you want that report private message, put a note in the uh, in the chat on any platform that you're on and uh, one of us will find it and we'll, we'll private message you our, our report. It's there's really like 20 to 21 questions that you should be asking in, in an interview. You should be interviewing uh, your new IT provider, not them interviewing you. <laughs> so Absolutely. guys, any final words? Not here. Good. I think we said it all. Well, there's more to be said, but what can you do in 20 minutes? So listen, thanks a lot. Uh, We'll be back the week after next uh, on Wednesday at 1.30 Eastern time. Uh, Topic to be determined, but it's always going to be a great topic to help you reevaluate your business. If you you have any questions again on any of the platforms, put it in the chat and we'll find you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks Thanks, so much. See you guys. Good day.